Hello, everybody. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. I'm rocking the mic solo today. My partner in crime is in Utah, so do a few of them on my own. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, backcountry gear on a budget, basically, like uh, how to get into backcountry hunting. Um, you know, obviously, we 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 talk about pretty expensive gear, uh, mostly because we can get expensive gear now. But both Frank and myself. Uh, you know, it's been a few years now where I've been able to run pretty high dollar gear. But before that, um, I was, you know, working construction and, uh, you know, had a kid and the whole nine yards, what most people are used to. So kind of taking myself, rewinding back to those days, um, what I wish I would have known then is kind of what I'm going to go over. Uh, talk about clothing first. One thing to remember with clothing, um, all the camouflage clothing manufacturers, for the most part, are made overseas. And how that works... Um, the simplest way to explain it is they have to stroke a fairly large check to the manufacturers overseas. And then that comes across the big boat, um, you know, generally in the springtime for the most part. Now, those uh, companies, uh, whether it be, you know, first like Cryptic, Sitka, whatever, um, they have like a standard like a MSRP or map pricing, meaning there's a price that you can't really go below the dealers have to follow. That price drops significantly at the end of the year because they want, if it's 2016 and uh, they want their dealers to get rid of all of that stuff and sell it off so that dealer can stroke a check uh, to the uh, manufacturer or the, um, you know, that, that dealer can stroke the check to uh, whoever it be, Sitka, First Light, Cryptic. Um, so they order new stuff for 17. So Sitka, First Light, Cryptic, same thing happens with all the outdoor companies, uh, meaning the backpack clothing companies, allow that dealer to significantly discount that product to get it out the door to order new. Um, so the end of the year is a very good time to purchase uh, the high dollar hunting clothing at a discount. You may not get the size you want exactly. You may not get the exact piece you want, um, but it will be on sales and sometimes pretty significant. Uh, so that's a good way to do it. The other way to do it is, um, mix and match, go to, you know, obviously you don't want to support a, a PETA loving, um, clothing company, but, uh, you can mix and match. You can use some, you know, stuff that's from like, let's say a puffy jacket from, I don't know, go light, which is out of business now. Cause they must've put stuff on sale too much, but, um, you know, you can run neutral colors, solid colors, um, all of drab type colors from non- hunting companies um and afford the hunting and you know be able to get the some of the hunting stuff you actually need and there's nothing wrong with mix and match um yeah i used to wear a ton of different like mamut or uh marmot arcteryx whatever i could find on sale same thing at the end of the year and i'd mix and match that with hunting clothing uh you know just make sure that you're buying quality stuff because if you're even if it's on sale you can find very high quality stuff on sale. And if you're on a budget, you want to make sure that stuff lasts a long time or as long as, you, you know, <clears throat> as long as it can potentially last. So that's a good way to save money on clothing. Also, figure out your system, meaning, you know, make sure you're not buying something you don't need or too much or whatever. You don't need a ton of um, um, you, you, if you can handle wearing the same pants, shirt, and everything else over and over and over, you don't need a big variety, especially if you're backpack hunting. You're only going to be wearing, you should only be bringing in the pants you're wearing in anyway. Um, you're only going to really bring in one base layer, one mid-weight layer, one puffy jacket. Um, 
So, you know, those type of things um, are, you know, stay cognizant about it. It's it's not as fun. I'm not going to lie. It's not as fun as having a ton of different stuff to pick from. It's not, it's not as fun as buying new crap all the time. But there's a big difference between want and need. Uh, get what you need um, and worry about what you want later. So focus on a list of what you need first, meaning you're going to need a good set of pants. You're going to need a good base layer, uh, you know, merino wool intermediate fleece type layer um, a good example one of my favorites is the uh, core heavyweight hoodie from Sitka that thing goes with me everywhere um, I've got you know a couple of them in solids a couple of them in camo I love that thing that's my intermediate kind of fleece layer get a good puffy jacket or insulating layer jacket and then get a uh, an outer rain gear shell and you're pretty much set for most stuff you know for backpacking you can only carry so much crap anyway uh, the next one weapon um, I'm not going to go into guns because I'm just not that up on the different places to find sales on on guns. But someone I'm sure that's listening can chime in on the uh, Kafaru Cast Instagram page. I have different places to find good deals on guns. But archery technology hasn't changed that much in the last five, six, eight, nine, ten years. Um, you know, it's it's you're only gaining a little bit, in some cases none at all, buying the newest. Um, you know, bow, it might be a little bit smoother draw cycle, maybe a little bit faster, a little bit smoother, less hand shock. But, um, you know, one of my favorite bows was a Hoyt Striker 2, uh, Hoyt Ultra Tech, for example, Matthews, you know, MQ1, MQ2, uh, Q2XL, all old bows that did very good job, very lethal killing bows. Um, and they're old and you can basically find those people, give them away. Um, so, what you want to do is get on classifieds um, and buy a bow that's one, two, three, four, five years old. Um, you'll find super good deals on it. Same thing with the components. You can find uh, super good deals on, on used archery equipment on classifieds. What you won't get is the warranty, especially with a bow. Um, and in some cases, if you a limb breaks on a bow that's five or six years old and you're not the uh, primary buyer, you didn't purchase it originally, they're probably not going to warranty that. That's a risk you take. Or they may not even have what you need to buy because it's outdated. That's a risk. You know, that's one of the reasons maybe to buy a newer bow. But if, you, if you're, you know, you got to get in where you fit in, um, buy what you can afford. And, and technology will not be the problem in the last five years. I mean, certainly bows that are five years old are, are great. Um, same with the components. I wouldn't probably buy used arrows if you can keep from it, but uh, sights, releases, stabilizers, things like that, not a problem. Um, so I would highly suggest doing that. Uh, next thing would be optics. Um, depending upon what you're doing and how you're hunting, it's going to be how much, you know, there's kind of a, uh, different tiers of importance of your, <coughs> your gear. <coughs> Sleeping bags, pretty important. You know, shelter, backpack, boots. Boots are really important. Um, so you're going to have to prioritize that for yourself. Boots, pretty important. Uh, pack, pretty important. You're going to be wearing it all the time. As far as boots go, it's probably not buying good buying used boots unless they're very lightly used. A great resource for used footwear is Sierra Trading Post. Um, you know, they're really good at taking things back to get the right, you know, or swapping them out as far as getting the right fit. Um, and I've dealt with them. Um, in years past, I, I think I bought, um, a, six sets of a solo SAS longs. Um, and you know, just, uh, you know, great luck with them. I, um, um, beat the piss out of them. They're a great boot, uh, 
I think in one case I got them for 70% off with the original discount plus a coupon code. So Sierra Trading Post is a great place to look at uh, for used footwear. Headlamps, things like that. You can buy a good headlamp for pretty cheap. It's not the end of the world. You don't need, uh, you know, especially starting out, you probably don't need the best headlamp in the world. You can buy pretty good headlamps for 29 to 50 bucks. Um, stove, same thing. MSR has a brand new pocket rocket. You might get a little bit of a weight penalty if you get a little bit heavier cook set, but um, GSI, I believe it is outdoors. They make pretty well-priced stuff new. Um, you can buy, you know, get on backpacking uh, Facebook pages or backpack sale, Facebook pages, Craigslist, things like that. Um, you know, get pretty good deals on pretty good gear. There's guys like me on there that are just constantly testing out gear. Um, so stove wise, I'm a huge fan of the MSR reactor and that, uh, soda Windmaster. but you can get for 39 bucks, I think, um, uh, some pretty dang good stoves, definitely under 50. So that's a good way to, to go about that. Uh, sleeping bags. Um, I wouldn't very often buy a used sleeping bag. I would I would spend some money on a sleeping bag. Just make sure it's been well taken um, care of if you do buy a used one. But again, I wouldn't. I would try not to do that. Um, you know, a down bag is going to be, uh, as I always say, somebody always gets paid. When you get a super lightweight bag, it's going to have super high quality down, like eight fifty to nine hundred. Excuse me, nine hundred fill. Um, so that's going to cost you where you can save weight or save money is increase the weight. You're going to buy a lower quality down, still going to keep you warm. Um, it's going to weigh a little bit more. So kind of look for reviews. You know what I mean? Uh, not just on, um, you know, uh, uh, like backpacking or hunting, uh, when I say, don't just look at REI, look around at several different sites for the review. Sometimes you don't get, um, guys that you really use them too heavy and you might get an inaccurate review. Uh, but definitely don't buy a used one. Just look for a good quality, uh, down bag that may have a little bit lesser quality down fill, but still keep you warm. Um, you know, like 650 fill can be a little bit heavier, uh, you you know you can get synthetic bags. Most synthetic bags suck, but you can find a synthetic bag super cheap. You're probably going to freeze. Definitely check the reviews out. Um, hold on one sec. I have a crisis text message. I must answer. All right, and it's answered. Um, so yeah, uh, next thing up, tent shelter. I don't find I've never had a problem buying used shelters. Obviously, most people are going to know if something's wrong with it. So if they're a good, honest person, not going to be a problem. Um, you can find tons of decent enough shelters to get you by. Um, it's not going to be great in high wind. Sometimes you're going to be a weight penalty. Um, you can also go the tarp route is another way. Um, guys have been sleeping under tarps forever. I mean, I do it now uh, under a Kafaru tarp. Uh you can find ha pretty decent tarps for relatively cheap. Again, they're not going to last the test of time, but they're going to give you shelter overhead when you're out in the woods. Uh, I, I personally, I used a REI quarter dome quite a bit. MSR Hubbo was one I used. Um, used some bivvies, a uh, bunch of different stuff. Uh, you just want to make sure you're not buying a piece of crap. And in the end, the biggest penalty you'll probably pay is uh, the weight penalty. Um, so something to think about there. 
after that, you know, you've got your, your sleeping pads, you know, just get a decent pad. Um, you have to upgrade later. You can buy sleeping pads. You can find a, uh, one of the Thermarest foam pads for 40 bucks or something, $49. Uh, you can get sleeping pads, um, air pads for $69 up to 189. Some of that stuff is just easier to buy new, um, you know, just in case you pop it, you can warrant or get it, you know, warrantied or whatever, take it back. Uh, try not to forget anything. Optics, it's going to heavily depend on where you hunt, how much you're behind the glass. You're certainly not going to want to dive into a sheep hunt where you're behind the glass for 12, 14 hours with really cheap optics. But you can buy, um, you know, you don't want to chintz on optics, buy the best you can possibly afford. Uh, you know, you have kind of the, there's not a whole lot of difference i've seen in that three four hundred dollar range optics uh price tag you're you're, you're not going to find much difference uh one said i recently found i recently purchased a ridiculous amount of camera gear from nikon and then talking to, to the rep he actually sent me out a set of their new nikon monarchs and those i would have to say for a thousand dollars are definitely uh you know the best bino that i've seen at that at that price point um they, uh, I mean, you are still thousand dollars is still expensive, right? There's, there's just no way around it. Um, but again, you don't really want to chintz out on, uh, on binoculars if you can help it. Um, again, that Monarch would be one that I would, it's an Monarch HG. Um, I, th I think they're 980 or something like that. Uh, would be one I would strongly suggest if you're going to spend about a thousand bucks. When you start dropping down from there, uh, Vortex has a Viper that's pretty good, insane warranty. Um, Loophole Gold Ring is another one that's a good option. And are they the best? Um, you know, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're not twenty three hundred dollar binoculars. They're twenty seven, thirty two. How much ever Zeiss, Leica, and Swarovskis are, but they're very good. Um, Maven, another optic in that. I think they're $1,200, another unbelievable optic for, for $1,200. Um, but if you, I mean, truly, if you only have three or $400, get the best you can afford. You're not going to get away around that. I will say, if you're looking about get looking at getting binoculars and a spotter, shit can the spotter, spend the money on a good set of binoculars. Meaning if you were going to get a $400 spotter and a $400 set of binoculars, Skip that and just spend the thousand bucks like on the Monarchs, twelve hundred bucks on the Mavens. Um, you're you're just better off. Uh, you know you're you're gonna have poor, um, you know quality. Uh, you know either way, as far as uh, if you spend four hundred and four hundred, you're not gonna have. Uh, man, I'm getting some strange questions on text today. Sorry, squirrel. Um, so anyway, that's the deal with with optics. Uh, after that, you know, you've get your primaries, your boots, your pack, sleeping bag, um, shelter, pad, you got your headlamp, your stove, you know, the, the pack thing, you, the biggest thing, if you buy a cheap pack, you're going to be uncomfortable. It may be heavy. When you get into the higher quality packs, they're usually made in the USA. Um, and I think we're, Kafaro is the last ones. We're actually made in the USA with American components, um, I think like Stone Glacier and Exo, uh, even Mystery Ranch for their line now, they're made, um, some of them are made in America, but they're made with Asian components. Um, some of them are made like Mystery Ranch. I think they went overseas and I think they're made with Asian components. They may be made with American made components. I'm not sure. Either way, all of those are expensive. Anything with American 
uh, made tattooed on it, it's going to be higher price. One of the things you can do is buy a backpacking pack. Um, and it really durability is going to be the issue there. It'll be lightweight, but it'll be long-term durability will be an issue. Um, a Dana design, uh, terraplane is, uh, a good example of a great pack, um, that you can find on, on eBay or Craigslist sometimes. Um, an Arcteryx, um, good Lord, I ran one forever and I can't remember the name of it. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Mm, well, hopefully somebody can chime in. Arcteryx made a pretty dang good, uh, backpack. The colors weren't the greatest in the world. Uh, right before they, I think they went to a Arcteryx Ultra, which is not a great pack in my opinion for hunting. Uh, but you know, just look around. You've got the Ilby packs, the military. It's an Arcteryx pack, uh, the military version of the one I'm trying to remember the name of. Uh, I think it weighs about 15 pounds. Probably won't be the most comfortable, but, but it'll get you by. Uh, you can also like as far as like with Kafaros, you can find used Kafaros for relatively cheap, but you're going to spend four or five bills um, usually for a used one. Uh, so you know, options i mean you could categorize so i cover that pretty quickly but the one thing again i would definitely stress um you know as a closing note tier group your purchases buy what's most important first and spend the most money on that and start bracketing down um i would say boots uh sleeping bag and uh backpack are pretty high up there and then you you know you get your shelter that's pretty important uh clothing pretty important you know, you get down to the stove, headlamp, things like that. Uh, you can spend lesser money, not stress about those as much. So quick rundown. Again, I'm running solo. Frank's not here, but some things to think about for budget purchases. I will cover this again with Frank later on in more depth. We'll, we'll cover exact items, uh, meaning, you know, the actual this specific set of boots or this specific sleeping bag. But this at least gives you something to think about. Uh, you know, in the meantime, before we, we really nail it down, we've got a list going right now. It's just not completely finished. So when we do the second portion of this, where we're actually listing off the gear, we want it to be as accurate as possible. And it's kind of hard because sometimes things just, they run, you know, something we know of a deal that was an insane deal last year. They might and not, might not even be available this year. So we just want to be, you know, as accurate as we can on that. So either way, Again, feel free uh, email Frank or I with questions on this, uh, Aaron at Kafaro.net or Frank at Kafaro.net. Uh, and make sure and like um, our Instagram page or follow it and leave us, leave us an iTunes review. Uh, that's always appreciated. Uh, all right, well, kind of sped through this, but hopefully you guys learned something and uh, yeah, we'll definitely hit it again. Thanks for tuning in.